This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Coming up on 5-Minute News. Trump threatens funds for states easing voting in pandemic. Black Americans dying of COVID-19 at three times the rate of white people. And Captain Tom Moore awarded knighthood for NHS fundraising. It's Thursday, May 21. I'm Anthony Davis. Donald Trump threatened to hold up federal funds for two election battleground states that are trying to make it easier and safer to vote during the coronavirus pandemic. The president's tweets targeting Michigan and Nevada marked an escalation in his campaign against voting by mail, a practice that he has publicly worried will lead so many people to vote that Republicans will lose in November. Even though the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention recommends vote by mail as a safe option during the pandemic, Trump has opposed the spread of the practice. Wednesday marked the first time he has tried to use federal dollars to beat it back. Trump began by targeting Michigan with a false description of Democratic Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson's announcement that she would send applications for absentee ballots to every voter in the state. About six hours after his original tweet, Trump corrected it to say absentee ballot applications. Trump later made a similar threat against Nevada, which has sent ballots to voters for its June 9th state primary. A federal judge recently cleared Nevada's decision to mail ballots, which were sent by the Republican Secretary of State. The states are paying for their elections changes through coronavirus relief spending measures that the president himself signed into law. Notably, the president did not threaten Republican-run states that are doing the same thing as Michigan. Trump's threats drew a sharp response from Democrats. It's also illegal for the federal government to withhold funds from states for political reasons. The GOP-controlled Senate has so far stopped Democrats from mandating expanded mail and early voting as part of coronavirus relief bills, arguing states should be able to make decisions on their own election systems. The battle has largely moved to the courts, with Democrats filing at least 17 lawsuits to force states to expand their programs. The racial wound at the centre of the coronavirus pandemic in the US continues to fester, with the latest data showing that African Americans have died from the disease at almost three times the rate of white people. New figures compiled by the nonpartisan APM Research Lab and released yesterday under the title Colour of Coronavirus provide further evidence of the staggering divide in the COVID-19 death rate between black Americans and the rest of the nation. Across the country, African Americans have died at a rate of 50.3 
per 100,000 people, compared with 20.7 for whites, 22.9 for Latinos, and 22.7 for Asian Americans. More than 20,000 African Americans, about 1 in 2,000 of the entire black population of the US, have died from the disease. At the level of individual states, these statistics are all the more shocking. Bottom of the league table in terms of racial disparities is Kansas, where black residents are dying at seven times the rate of white people. Despite the glaring gulf, the Trump administration continues to be sluggish in responding to the crisis. Senior Trump administration officials have blamed the disparities on the high incidence amongst black people of underlying health conditions, such as diabetes, hypertension and obesity. But some critics say there is a more sinister aspect to the lack of federal interest in data gathering and support to these communities. The US Centers for Disease Control and Prevention only produced its first set of death statistics by race this week, despite mounting calls for basic information. In the absence of government data, APM Research Lab has stepped into the breach. It now gathers statistics from 40 states, covering almost 90% of the total 92,000 deaths in the US. Andy Egbert, senior researcher at APM, said she was astonished that it was left to an independent organisation to produce nationwide statistics that should be coming from the federal government. I won't speculate about motive, she said, but I can't believe in a modern economy that we don't have a mandated, uniform way of reporting the data across states. We are in the midst of this tremendous crisis, and data is the best way of knowing who is suffering and how. The 100-year-old Captain Tom Moore is to be knighted for his fundraising efforts after a special nomination from the British Prime Minister. The war veteran raised more than £32 million for National Health Service charities by completing 100 laps of his garden before his 100th birthday in April. Boris Johnson said the centenarian had provided the country with a beacon of light through the fog of coronavirus. As an honorary colonel, his official title will be Captain Sir Thomas More under Ministry of Defence Protocol. The knighthood has been approved by Her Majesty the Queen. Captain Tom, who was given the honorary title of colonel on his 100th birthday, had initially set out to raise £1,000 for NHS charities by walking laps of the 82-foot loop in his garden in Bedfordshire, England but he eventually raised £32,794,701 from more than one and a half million supporters. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News with your preferred podcast app, ask your smart speaker, or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Please leave a review on iTunes Podcasts or Amazon. 5-Minute News is an independent production covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering unbiased, verified and truthful world news daily. Faith in the news media has been challenged, making it even harder to get stories told. The Friday Reporter podcast was created to help audiences better understand the media by hosting journalists who will answer the questions to which we need answers. Join me every Friday to hear more.